Welcome to the Jesus Leadership Podcast. My name is Vernon Hill, Executive Director of Transformation Christian Fellowship. This podcast is to empower business and ministry leaders to effectively lead like Jesus by exploring the practical principles and strategies in Jesus's ministry to apply to our own leadership. Today's key point of this episode comes from the scripture found in John chapter 13, verses 12 through 16, which reads, So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments and sat down again, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Today's key point is to lead by example. We see here that Jesus is with his disciples for what, as we know it to be as the Last Supper. In John 13, 2, Jesus knew that everything was in place concerning the mission of what he came here for the earth to do was at hand. And actually the scripture says that Jesus knowing that the father had given him all things, it's all in his hands now. He's in a very tough spot right now, but this is very interesting to be in such of a difficult spot right here because he's, uh, he's about to go and fulfill what he's come here for the earth to do, which is to die. Um, but as well as to um, arise. There's so much going on. There is so much here. Judas is, you know, already prepared to, you know, betray Jesus. And not to mention, if you're reading beforehand, you have the disciples all wondering and like, well, who's going to sit here or who's going to be close to Jesus? And they're fighting over power, which is crazy in itself and they not understanding what Jesus is going to have to do. Isn't that how it always is in business? How how things are or how things are in, you know, in ministry life that everybody wants to be always trying to, you know, position themselves to get closer or in proximity to whoever the main leader is, you know, for their come up. <laughs> it's very interesting. In this moment, He is showing them it's not about that. It's not about that to the point of understanding that they don't even understand the kind of turmoil that that Jesus is in and what he is going to have to endure in the next 48 hours for them to then want to be deciding, well, who's going to position here and who's going to do that and, and who's going to be greatest in the kingdom and all this other kind of stuff that's going on. Jesus takes this moment to really show everybody what leadership is all about and it's about serving i want to make a side note here if you're not willing or humbled enough in yourself to serve others then you're not fit to be a leader if you're coming into your leadership position and you're just starting a church you know because you didn't you you know um they you know i don't like that leadership and all that other kind of stuff and you think that you can do it better over there and you're not in the mindset of serving others and things like that, you're in the wrong business. And I would advise you to please kindly move to the side (laughs) 
just being honest because leadership is about serving. You have to serve your vision. You have to serve your business plan. You have to serve in practicing. Uh, you have to serve in, you know, in, in being diligent and in, in, in focused and in, 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 in being about what your business or your service or your church or your ministry is all about. And in this moment, Jesus teaches them something so valuable that it's all about serving. And he does this denying himself and stooping down. This custom of washing feet at this point in time was, was, was a customary you know, tradition at this time that, of course, a servant of whatever house would definitely you know, take care of. And certainly in this position of where Jesus is, he's going to do this to his disciples, which again, and he tells them, just as you have seen me do, you do also. And so there's a, just a few points that I really want to give us to understand that us as leaders, we have to be the example. And that's my first point is that you as a leader must become the example. Mark 10, 40, 45 says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus gave his gave us an example to us to serve him and one another by coming as a servant. If there are things that you want to see accomplished in your business, if there's things that you want to see accomplished um, in your service or or in your in your in your, in your business or, or your product or or your manufacturing or in your um, in your church. For your employees, you need to become it. If there's something that you want to see changed in your congregation, it's best that you become it. With my with my um, work as a um, digital marketer um, and the the job that I'm you know currently on, one of the things that I like to do because one of the things that I saw is that everybody stays locked into their their. Uh, their offices and they don't really come out, which is, doesn't do well for um, camaraderie and things like that to really develop the team um, so that it's more open and things like that. And so once I got there, one of the things that I uh, decided to do was say, you know what, I'm gonna become a walking email. I know that I could send you a quick email like to, you know, hey, can you just give me, you know, um, I don't know um, the person's name that I'm going to make this um, this flyer out to, or who I need to send this um, this email out to. Sometimes I just make it a part of my little casual stroll, and you know, walk down to the next office and say, "Hey, what's up?" Have a little small conversation, get what I need for that, you know, so that I'm making an interaction with them. So I call it I'm a walking email. I'm, I could have gave this to you, but I'm actually going to just walk over to you and just. You know, just share with you, not hold you too long, but, you know, just, you know, kind of have some camaraderie that hopefully around the office people can see, like, you know, take a break, you know, how you working hard, but, you know, uh, just come, you know, converse with me, you know, and that I've seen, you know, different little small changes. I've seen people's 
office doors kind of stay open a lot more and the people don't, you know, aren't so, you know, shut down and things like that because I wanted to become what I wanted to see. You see that leaders? There are things that you have to sow in the ground for your business and specifically your congregation and things like that. Um, hospitality and things like that. You give yourself, put yourself in the place where you want to see it accomplished. You know, if you want to see even more hospitality, even with, you know, with your church and, and, and also that your community is even more tighter and things like that. Become a part of it. Engage yourself in it. Let them see you. I, I, I know that a lot of times when I have uh, consulted for different church ministries and, and things like that, and the pastor shares with me their heart about, you know, I, I just want the congregation to really get more involved in the worship and things like that. And so when I when I'm playing and then I'm starting to see the pastor over there and I can see that he's kind of a, you know, a stick in the mud. I'm just like, well, that's part of the answer where the problem is because you don't worship. So some people can can be hesitant because they don't see you worshiping. And so it doesn't create a free flowing culture for people to feel open to express their worship because you're not that expressive. Not saying that you got to, you know, be jumping all over the place. Not saying, but they don't they don't see your heart of worship in it. So they don't feel free enough to do it. So you have to really become what it is that you want to really see. What is disheartening is to come in contact with church leaders and things like that. And if you observe them for just a few days or a few weeks and, you know, they, they share, you know, well, we don't have great transparency here or, you know, um, the culture is really stiff or this or that. Or, you know, uh, you know, the folks, you know, they, 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 they don't, they're not working in this capacity or it's a lot of inconsistencies or laziness going on. You know, what bothers me is that when you watch those leaders for just a few weeks, you start seeing what the problem is. The problem is they're only acting off of what you do as a leader. I've seen leaders be very lazy. I've seen leaders be off for three or four months and don't really have stuff in place. It's just their way of escaping out of their troubles. And then they and then they come back and then they're like, uh, things aren't where they need to be. And then want to call themselves this, this, you know, this leader or this, you know, such a visionary. And I'm just like, really? Wow. But you have it sown into the ground of where you're trying to go. And so what I'm saying for you, business leader, for you, church leader, is to become the example that you want to see. Get in the places of where you want to see the effective change happen and let your people see you. And when they see you operating in a spirit of excellence, then they will become a part of a spirit of excellence. But taking off, you know, months at a time, or, or just or being somewhat of a, you know, a leader here or there or put your two cents in, you know, here today and then it's gone, you know, months later. That's not being consistent and that's not being having a, a, such of a spirit of excellence or, or, or that's going to change the culture to make it to make it better. You have to become the example. The other point that is very important is, is that. If you're not the example, they will not follow. <laughs> 
If you are more of a leader of just talk, <laughs> of what should be or what to do, it will not hold weight. It, it will just won't, people will not follow it at all. The whole do as I, you know, I say, not as I do approach is not good. <laughs> this causes a lot of different problems. I want to share with you a few of those problems. It causes mistrust. Um, it, it gives you a void of a figurehead and it creates a bad culture environment. I've been in, in different businesses where I have seen because, you know, a leader is not where they need to be, that it has caused a lot of mistrust where you don't believe what that person is saying, but because you've never seen them act upon it or they say, oh, I'm going to turn over a new leaf or I see the error of my ways you, you, it, or how many times have they done that, but you never seen a change in it causes mistrust or that it causes void, uh, a void in the figurehead. So as you're progressing or trying to do what needs to be done in order to keep the business up and going, then you have the main leader like, well, how are you getting praised? And this is my business. Well, my thing is this, you're not, you're not taking control over your business. And this is why, because if you're not the example, they will not follow. If you're, if you're not that person, if you're not that person, if you, if you're, if you're doing more of, of the talking, but not really moving ahead with it as you need to, with your vision over your business or over your church, somebody else will take it. And that's either good or bad because sometimes there, there comes issues where then you have somebody who's very assertive as their character and people will follow that because at least they're showing what they need to do or they're or they're wanting to be over top of something and then people will follow that good or bad and you as a leader can be left behind because you're not being a centralized voice in your business you're not being a centralized voice in your church so yeah you said something but they're looking to this person to see what their response is going to be and if you don't like the response, I, I'd somewhat blame you. Why? Because you are not setting the example. Luke chapter 22, verses 24 through 27. Now, of course, there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise leadership over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves, question mark, it is not he who sits at the table, question mark, yet I am among you as the one who serves. <laughs> 
This is my side point. How the disciples were complaining amongst themselves of who will be the greatest in the kingdom, how Jesus puts them all in their place is amazing. (laughs) If you're not willing to serve, you're not great. If you are not willing to really serve you, and when when I'm talking about serving, Serving takes on many different capacities depending on what you are doing. For instance, um, you may not be a business leader. You may not be a pastor. You may not be even a ministry leader. You may be a a musician like myself where, you know, if I want to be great as a musician, I have to serve practice. (laughs) I have to I have to be diligent about practicing. If I'm going to get better, I have to serve the purpose to practice to be better as a musician. So I have to serve it. If I don't take time to practice, then I am not going to get better. And so henceforth, I wouldn't be no good. I won't. I, I would not be serving my mission to be a great musician or in my case, you know, a great, you know, songwriter and producer. You know, if I'm not serving my skill set, if I'm not serving my skill set, if I'm not serving my business plan, if I'm not serving my church, I'm doing a disservice to everybody, including myself. And Jesus points it out here in Luke that you guys are all complaining about these things in the Gentiles. They all worry about that kind of stuff. But you don't get it in my kingdom in Jesus's kingdom. It's about it's, it's about serving. Mm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. The scripture says to humble, humble yourself before the uh, the mighty hand of God and, and, and he will lift you up. It's different in Jesus's kingdom, but not that much different (laughs) than what it is in our own businesses, in our churches. The best way up is down. And that's what I advise you to think about. This third point that I want to leave with you with is your ability to lead is defined by the example you set. People don't just go off of what you say, but what you do, of course, you know, given. But they also watch you personally to see how you in private display what you show in public. What is so interesting right now is, is that I I feel like there's, there's so much going on in the world and, you know, currently right now, there's this idea of cancel culture, which is very uh, disturbing if you let it, but it's also very enlightening because you start finding out about different leaders that were praised yesterday or praised today, but then tomorrow you know, this big old scandal comes out and then it's like, oh my gosh. And then before you know it, everything that they worked for just comes tumbling down like that. There was a, um, there's a prominent um, uh, Christian apologetic that I, you know, I really loved his ministry and still do love his ministry. Still, you know, I don't take anything away from him at all. Uh, but that one thing, that 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 one thing um, really has messed up 
the view of how you see his ministry just because of that. And I want to speak directly to church leaders because of the office that we carry. We have to be very um, considerate on how we live privately and be and, and really and really think on those things on, on, on how and how we're on how we're living. It's very important. Our ability to lead is defined by the example that we set. It's not just the public that is uh, uh, the public examples that we set. It's also the private ones. Because those are those are the moments when the person is truly revealed. That we have to be consistent with the people who are around us, specifically family and friends. So that our witness, our, our, our business of who we are, our, of our church, that our business is, you know, has integrity. Our churches have integrity. Things like that is, is so valuable and is so important because if not, then, of course, our businesses will not have the, you know, will not be as, um, as reputable as we want them to be. Or our churches will not have the... Um, the integrity or, or, or have um, the high marks that we would want, you know, people in our community to praise us for because of those things. And so we have to really be concerned about how we're displaying what we need to display and leading and serving in private. You know, one thing that I think about, you know, personally, I, I think about um, my granddad um, and his um <laughs> His 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 ways of, of handling money and and how he you know dealt with you know our family. He was definitely um, uh, a big you know, you know patriarch of our family. How his principles on how he how he dealt with money and then also for him you know he you know he cooked every Sunday and things like that and. He took care of my grandmother really great, you know, really greatly, you know, uh, you know, all the way, you know, to the um, to the point of death. And, you know, and how he's, you know, uh, done what he's done throughout the years. And of course, you know, he has also um, him and my grandmother, they they have all gone off to to uh, be with the Lord, of course. But his example and their example was so big for our family, just with. You know, I, I see it all over because of the example that he said that he wasn't he wasn't no preacher, you know, which is so funny because his his father was a preacher. And then you turn around and then, you know, generations later um, with with, you know, my grandfather and grandmother, they have they have three they have three pastors <laughs> in their family, you know. Which is so interesting, but 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 the biggest thing is I see with all of us is that we have taken different things. I, I've seen my own father, you know, um, pick up a little bit of you know <laughs> of my grandfather's cooking gene. He can surely cook that stuffing. Oh, just like my granddaddy used to do it. <laughs> I've seen him, you know, pick that up. I've seen that even with myself that you know, especially with you know the money aspect as well as just you know, taking care of, you know, one another and just, you know, being a community and, 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 and just serving one thing for sure. We're, we're always going to have food at our events, you know, <laughs> and things like that. The food ain't running out, you know, we're not going to need Jesus to provide no miracles with the wine, 
but we know how to serve people when we have events, big events, you know, we, it, uh, no event is too small because of how they have done events over the years and things like that. It's because of the example that they have set in their own lives that we have taken it to every other corner of where we've been because of their example. And trust me, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's blessed all of our lives, you know, to have them and have them as such a great example. And you probably have people that you think about in this episode that has helped you because they set an example for you and they they led, they served you and they served this generation in such of a way that you are better for it because they led by serving. And for you, business leader, you pastor, you ministry leader, that's how you're going to become a better leader. You're going to be a better leader by serving, serving the people of God by, number one, becoming the example. Truly become the example in order to lead like Jesus. Thanks for listening to this episode of Jesus Leadership Podcast. Be a part of this community that wants to effectively lead like Jesus. Subscribe and keep up to date with this podcast. And remember, don't be afraid to stand out. Be confident and secure in yourself to serve others and have the courage to lead like Jesus. I'll see you soon.